Hi, everybody. I'm Jim Ford. And I'm John Godwin, and this is LanternCast, episode 74. Yes. John, you took my line. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do now. This has never happened before. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay, everybody. So, special guest is John Godwin. He's uh, GL Kitet on the forums. I'm actually not sure what I am right now. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's oh. not. That's right. Yeah, it's Onezumi666 right now. <laughs> so that's that's my old login name that I've was using for years. So it it just I think it reverted back to that and I haven't changed it yet. Okay. So I guess if you were on the forums a while ago, then you were known as GL Kite. I was. It was a it was a nicer time. Okay. Yes. Back back in the, the old days. Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I've been trying to start a comic store. It's, you know, going slow, but I've been selling comics at conventions for about four years now. Um, I'm in college for anthropology and um, I've worked in television for about 10 years, um, mostly doing training videos and and, uh, corporate videos and such. But, you know, it's a job. That sounds like a pretty cool job. It can be sometimes we get to go to a lot of behind the scenes places, but you know, we, a lot of times are working in dusty warehouses and in the, in the heat, you know, and, and shooting days, video days are, I mean, up to about 14 hours. So they're, they're not easy. Now, like I, I, so you're working with uh, training videos. I guess you don't really get like big stars with that. No, no, we don't. The biggest thing I think I've ever done was um, I did a segment for Dr. Phil. I worked on a segment for Dr. Phil's show, but I didn't get to meet him. And we did a show on the Wii channel, um, but it was like a short-lived show that went like four episodes called Savvy. (laughs) So like when you're making the training videos and like, you know, everybody there is like not really famous. Do you ever have anybody who like, you know, thinks that they're like, you know, all that and uh, act like a diva? Almost every single one. (laughs) It's it's just yeah it's everybody thinks they're even then everybody who passes it if we're anywhere in public everybody thinks they're on live TV and we'll like come and wait try to wave and say stuff so <laughs> that's awesome it's pretty funny sometimes though <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess you see it all the time so mm-hmm. <laughs> you may be a little numb to it yeah yeah so why don't you tell everybody about this awesome contest that you just started up on the forums okay well um. This is kind of a promotion, you know, for my business, Meow Comics, but this is also just kind of, you know, a holiday gift to the Lantern cast. You know, I just kind of want to give something back. So pretty much what I want everybody to do or try to do is you you can submit a song, a poem, a story. They can be original or they can be, you know, off of something. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It just off of some holiday theme. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could submit a Valentine's Day. You could submit an Easter story. (laughs) Um, it doesn't really matter. Whatever you want to do, have fun with it. We just, you know, we want to pick, you know, just go through, everybody submit theirs, and Rachel and I will judge, and we'll pick the best one. Awesome. Now, you had a, you had a pretty funny uh, example with, uh, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer theme, but instead of a reindeer, you have Rage Cat. Yep. Want me to go ahead and try to sing that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you want to. <laughs> I'll go for it, and, you know. Anyone might want to fast forward through this who uh, doesn't want possibly their ears damaged. But, okay, it's a Dexter the Cat Red Lantern had a really blue fur coat. 
And if you ever saw him, you would really say he owns Michael Jordan. All of the other lanterns used to laugh and call him names like Rich Kitty. They never let poor Dexter join in any lantern phrase like Sinestro Wars. Then one boggy blackest night, Atrocitus came to say, ha ha ha, Dexter, with your blood burning bright, won't you fight the black lanterns tonight? Then all the lanterns feared him and burned in his bloody rage. Aye! Dexter, the cat, red lantern, you'll burn them away in their misery. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. And let me see. The prizes for this are there's Green Lantern, Emerald, Twilight, New Dawn trade paperback, which is um, when Hal Jordan first became Parallax and Kyle Rayner first take over the ma- took over the mantle of Green Lantern. Then there's the uh, two prestige format, Green Lantern, the new core. That was when Kyle first tried to restart the core when he got the ring from time jumping from Hal. Um, there's also Green Lantern, New Journey, Old Path, which is, you know, the one of the stories with Fatality, Manhunters, and then Alex Nero, um, when Alex Nero was getting really powerful, um, or a little bit before the Ion storyline. And then also get a full set of all nine plastic rings, not the lighting up ones, unfortunately. I couldn't get a set. A old flash ring from the convention, one of the new flash rings, and one of the old um, Green Lantern convention rings. Awesome. Those, those, are, uh, those are definitely some awesome some prizes. I, uh, I actually have, I think I have like two of those sets of trades. I have the, uh, the Emerald Dawn and the, uh, I, I've always had the, you know, the new core. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a good story. Oh, I figured, um, for the newer reader, if somebody hadn't read much of Kyle's run, mm-hmm. that was a pretty good start. Cause you know, that's his start and that's, you know, the parallax, which is coming to play a lot now. Mm-hmm. And Alex Nero, who is, you know, carrying the yellow light and almost nobody, you know, ever mentions him anymore anywhere. And then the new core, you know, was Kyle trying to start the core. Well, over again. wasn't Nero killed during, uh, Let's see. It was right after the, the the riots in the science cells. Yeah, I think he was, but you know, he's even that he wasn't a big deal. I yeah. mean, he was just kind of thrown in there. I think as a you know a tip of the hat to the to the readers who read it during Kyle's run. But he was a big threat then because you know he was a contender for the ion power. He almost got it. Yeah, yeah. that's how he got so powerful. Yes, those were those, those, well, all all three of those are are definitely great. And then of course the rings, you know. I'll uh, I'll definitely be entering myself, and hopefully, I should have it all ready for the next episode of the Lantern Cast. That would be cool, and um, you know, I personally would like to encourage anybody that wants to, you know, maybe send in recordings or call in the voicemail to recordings. You know, I really hope you guys could put some of those up. Absolutely, if they can send them in. Yes, <laughs> hands down, no doubt, we will absolutely play those. Those those will have precedence amongst all the uh, the voicemails. That we still have yet to listen to. <laughs> yes, that'll be fun. Can't wait to hear them. We're actually getting voicemails once again, and we don't have the time to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it always seems to work. <laughs> nice little catch twenty-two. Yes. Now I'm going to segue really quick. You you said one of the prizes is a set of all nine of the plastic rings. Yes. Right. Well, now. This is going to be like a reference to the other contest that the Lantern, Lantern Cast is having. It ends at the end of this year, so you have a couple more weeks. You know, definitely try and get your entry in. It's the Create the Tenth Core contest. Now, we have nine cores already, and we all have ten fingers. 
So, well, I mean, unless you had like an accident or you know, <laughs> some sort of genetic uh, oddity that you have an 11th finger. But, uh, I don't think anybody's reported that on the forums yet, but if it comes <laughs> up, you know, we have the flash rings you can put on there. Exactly. So we're looking for the the 10th core. And if you go on the forums, we already have a, a bunch of entries. We're looking to get like even more than that. You know, we want, we want everybody to have a chance to, to get their entry in and you can come up with a design for a core that you think would be cool. You know, pick a color for it come up with a core idea we're going to be you know evaluating everything separately so if there's a design that we really like and a core that we really like we'll we'll mix and match the reason that we want to have this contest is because we have somebody christoph holler Hollerblaze. i'm not sure how to pronounce it yeah it's it's uh something something to that effect. Well, while jimmy's looking that up i just want to say that I, his wife of a year now, have a lot of influence over him. So, if you want to contact me, send me some free shit. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> or if you want to just dedicate a core to me, my little Laurenites, you know who you are. <laughs> you can do that too. And, that's uh, definitely a good I'll suggestion. Magic, right? John says that's a good suggestion. Exactly. You that, can find me on Facebook. That, that is a good suggestion. I'll be back later. <laughs> the lore night core. That's gonna be done. I'm I'm sure like four or five of us are going to immediately post something once this airs. <laughs> um yeah, so Christoph Hollers, you can find him on Facebook. He he makes custom rings. And like if you go on go to his Facebook, he has pictures, he has so many like just absolutely amazing custom rings. Uh they're all plastic and I think Almost all of them, if not all of them, are made to your size. So, like, you can contact him about any of the rings that he's made. Let him know, you know, what size you need it. And you can order, you know, a completely customized ring. He's got, like, like my favorite is the the Red Lantern ring, like, you know, in the style that Guy Gardner wore. He's got a life-size Kilowog ring. It's a little pricey, but it's worth it. And it lights up. Do you know what it sold for on eBay? I think I saw it going for like one fifty. Yeah, it was one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, that was that was incredible, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that it, one is not sized to order, though. Yeah, it's to your size. <laughs> well, it's it's sized to order if you have a finger the size of Kilowog. <laughs> Which Jason might, from what I hear on Lantern. <laughs> uh, I think e- even Jason could wear it as a wristband. <laughs> so. So yeah, we you know we have Kristoff. He's going to be sculpting this tenth core ring, and you know the reason for the contest is you design the core, and a ring is going to be made for that core, and you will win a free ring. After that, anybody that wants to order their own ring and have, you know, a full set of ten rings, can can do so. Which I know I'm definitely going to order a few. <laughs> I, you know, it's like just. How cool would that be to have like a tenth a tenth core ring, exclusive to anybody that orders it from Kristoff? Especially if if he can make it light up on you know for custom orders. Yeah, well, th- that's going to depend on the 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 design, I believe. That's true. Yeah, it's it's definite possibility. So, yeah, definitely get get your designs in. All you have to do is you know sketch a design, 
You know, it doesn't have to be something amazing. Uh, you know, it could just be something that you think makes sense. You know, like you want it to be amazing, but you, it doesn't have to be like, you know, super detailed. You know, like the, the more basic designs, like look at the Green Lantern symbol. If you turn it sideways, it's a 101. <laughs> I yeah. never noticed that before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know the or, star or could be um oh sorry <laughs> well, no the, the star sapphire is like a star yeah the uh, orange lantern's a little fat man <laughs> yeah so they're all they're very basic symbols you know but they're they're awesome so you know keep that in mind come up with with a design or if you can't come up with a really cool design come up with an idea for a core and maybe somebody else will come up with a design and it'll mesh perfectly. And like that'll be the ring, and you will win that ring. You know there'll be a ring existing for the core that you came up with. So definitely, definitely, people try and get those in. You have just a couple more weeks, the end of the year. That's the cutoff. Then we're gonna, you know, everybody's gonna get together. We're gonna vote on the best one, and Kristoff is gonna get to work making this awesome, awesome ring. So that's that's the other contest. Yeah, I can't wait to see the more designs people come up with. Cause I mean, they've been just excellent so far. There hasn't been, you know, a bad one in the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, like the, the, the creativity going into these designs is really amazing. Yeah. And some of the people's backstories, I mean, I thought I had a complex backstory, but you know, everybody is just paragraphs upon paragraphs <laughs> of backstory. Yes. And, and character examples and, it's 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 fantastic and like the how the 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 new core would work in relation to other cores Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's a cool touch too that i'm saying yes so yeah like the more you know the more rich you you create your core like you know the, the better chance you'll have i would think okay so we got that out of the way got both the contests uh you you can email the ideas for the uh the tenth core to lanterncast at gmail dot com or post it on the forums, whichever works best for you. If they want to enter your contest, John, how how would they go about doing that? Um, they can either post it on the forums or um they can just send it to my normal email, which is John Godwin four at mindspring dot com. I don't unfortunately don't have any uh better email to send it to. Um but I posted that on the forum so it's already up there. Anybody can go into the threads and find it. Okay. So uh now this is this is definitely going to be a short episode because <laughs> it's my anniversary this weekend. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And uh yeah, I, I realized, oh wait, I'm actually not going to get back until Monday and we haven't recorded it at all. So <laughs> luckily I was able to get John on and you know, we figured we'd do like a short episode and uh, you know, just chit chat for a little bit. So now John, you mm-hmm you have a unique perspective on conventions and, you know, geek culture in general, I would say from, from what you do. So, you know, why don't, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, you know, if you want to talk about all the stuff, you know, with my anthropology courses, I'm actually doing pretty much nerd culture. All my papers are on nerdy things. All my, any research I'm doing is on nerdy things. Um, uh, you know, most of the classes I take are nerdy things, um, which is just, it's excellent. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just awesome. But, um, 
I've been going to conventions literally since I was a baby, which my mom actually recently sent me a badge from one of my first cons when I was like six months old. And I've been a dealer for four years selling, you know, comics, um, you know, anime, American comics, manga, almost anything I can sell. But you get a bit of a different perspective um, when you are on the other side of the table. It's, you know, sometimes cons can feel like, you know, a chore going all three days, like having to push through the crowds and get through everything. But, you know, even when you're working as a dealer, you just, you know, you can watch the people more. You can talk to the people and you have time just to stand around and talk. You know, even if you're selling stuff to them, you get to talk, which is, you know, that's one of the best parts about cons is meeting all the people. One of the bigger ones down here is Dragon Con, and there's uh, 40,000 plus people that go to it. So I probably meet three or 4,000 people in a weekend. Oof. And it's just, I mean, you know, I can't remember everybody, but, you know, after a couple of years of doing it, you get people like, oh, do you remember me? And I mean, you know, and yeah, after a couple of years, you will. And you, I mean, you remember hundreds of people. Wow. And it's just, it becomes, it becomes even more of a family and it gives you something to do for the whole weekend. I know that sounds like, you know, oh, there's all this stuff I can do here. There's all this stuff I can do there. And there's more I'd like to do next year. But at, it, once you're at a con for like three days or four, you know, depending on the con and you go to so many a year, you do kind of lose, you know, that spree. You don't like, oh, I don't want to really want to go to any of these panels that are at the con. I don't really want to spend my whole day in the gaming room or, you know, any of the other stuff you can be doing and you don't want to stand around and just annoy the artist or, or you know, other dealers. Um, so it really gives you some place to be. It gives you some place to do. And, and, and the best thing is it gives you some place to sit down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> that, that, that's definitely, you know, for what I could see, that's definitely a nice factor. It is in some place to store your, your swag. Yes. Yeah. Now with the conventions that you've gone to, like, have you like picked up, I don't know, promotional ideas uh, from other dealers that, you know, you say it's like, oh, if I do that, you know, maybe that would work out for me. And, you know, has it worked out well for you? Stuff like that. Um, some here and there. And I've come up with some of my own ideas. One thing I have learned is nobody reads signs at conventions. You can put up like um, I sell five dollar manga is one of my main things. And um, I'll put up signs everywhere in the booth. I'll have them on the back wall. I'll have them standing up on the grid wall. I'll have them on tables. People will still come up and be like, oh, how much is the manga? <laughs> that people just don't read signs. I mean, you, you put them up and it'll help, but most of them won't. Dealers, the vendors themselves, you know, uh, sellers, uh, wearing costumes is, is a great thing. That does get a little more flow to your booth. Mm-hmm. And I require everybody to at least wear, you know, a pair of animal ears or something if they're going to work for me. <laughs> I actually do one of the cons I, the con I started at anime week in Atlanta. I usually try to, at least on Saturday and sometimes Sunday, I go through the line and I take freebies out. And, um, this year I had the Gashpon figures, which are the Japanese capsule figures. Oh yeah. I had yeah. a bunch of like, uh, yeah, I had a bunch of Disney ones and, um, uh, and just like movie ones. And I had like 300 of them and I just went out and went through the line and just gave them out and, you know, tell everybody, you know, come to me out comics, come to our booth, you know, and that, that gets, um, that gets a good number of people and people remember you and people do start lining up more for the dealer's room. In the last couple of years I've done that, I've noticed longer lines and that might not just be because of me, but <laughs> you know, the con could be growing too, but still, you know, I'd like to think I'm, I'm a contributor to that. That's cool. That's, that's very cool. Um, I try to do that, you know, um, flyers and business cards are great to give out with your email. 
I mean, even if you just put them out on the table, people will just grab them all and then go through them a week later at home. Yeah. But, but never expect um, people, more people to come to your booth if you put them on the tables because they'll just stick them in the bag and won't look at them. Right. Yeah. That's like, that's absolutely true. I remember the first convention that I went to was the New York Comic Con. And mm-hmm. like you said, you know, you get like bags and, you know, fill it with flyers and things like that. <laughs> I had the ba- the bag from the New York Comic Con. I didn't look at some of the stuff until like five months later, and then I started going through it. I'm like, oh, there's another convention in the city, and there's a, a store over here, and I started checking that stuff out like months later. Everybody knows everybody in in the circuit. I mean, yeah, everything's tied together. There's all the stuff that I mean. I definitely recommend everybody go through them. I mean, even if it's like, oh, it's an artist you were half impressed with, or maybe the flyer's not impressed, you know, doesn't look great. I definitely recommend everybody, you know, if there's a website, at least check it out. Um, You know, usually you won't be sorry. You you know, you might not find anything you love on there, but, you know, like, oh, that was a good, you know, five minutes or so at the the worst. Now, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about was like, you know, since you've seen like the, the best, what about the worst? Have you seen any like, you know, just absolutely horrendous sales tactics that, you know, you wish nobody would do and you can't believe that the people that do do it actually do it? You do see a lot of people trying to um, get like, you know, kids to spend more money at their booth, younger people that don't necessarily know. So they'll like, they'll push more on them and be like, oh, you can get this and a deal too and this and, and, you know, a booth, two booths away will have a better deal than that. And they just won't know because they won't look. Right. You see a lot of people throwing stuff or, or um, you know, shooting stuff into crowds and that's forbidden at almost every single convention, almost all of them, because there have been, you know, people getting hurt uh, doing that. You know, I hate to be a spoil sport, but um, you know, I've seen people half trampled. There's not too much. Most, most dealers are, you know, are pretty good at it. Even the, the new ones don't really know what's going on yet. So they don't really push too much. Um, the ones who've been there for a while or, you know, they kind of can tell if somebody's just browsing or if somebody's actually going to buy something. And most of them kind of know how the, how the, how everything works. One piece of advice I will give everybody out there, dealers can negotiate their prices. If, you know, a lot of times they'll say, wait till the last day. So, you know, if, if you're looking at a limited edition item, you might want to go ahead and grab it, yeah. but it never hurts to ask if, if they're willing to go lower on the price, because I mean, you know, especially if it's the last day or if it's been a hard con and haven't sold much, or if it's been a really good con, I mean, we've sold a lot and we can let some stuff go, some stuff go for cheaper. You know, people, you can get deals, especially if you're a dealer or an artist there yourself. You know, we get deals, we give deals to each other. Now you're, your girlfriend Rachel, mm-hmm. she's all she's an artist. Yes, yes. So, like, does she ever set up to like do sketches at the booth? She's done it at a couple cons so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's trying to get more into that, and I'm actually looking at taking a year off to build my inventory. Um, so we're thinking she might actually have some art art booths at some of the tables, some of the cons. I'm sorry that I would be a dealer at, but I actually met her at her first con ever. So she's only been going to cons now for about three years so she's still getting learning the process and learning what people want to buy so i am just like wondering like as far as like if you're a dealer but you also have like an artist there Mm -hmm. doing commissions like you kind of have like the best of both worlds to offer people to a point we we do uh we we will put out like her art at at my booth and that doesn't necessarily do too well and we've you know we, we talk a lot about having two separate booths, um, one in the artist alley and one in the dealer's room. 
uh, cause most cons, you know, have that split off. Right. The thing is, you know, I only have so many people that can really work for me and such. And it's really nice to have somebody else, you know, we can s- switch the booth out cause Rachel and I can always be there the whole weekend. And, you know, if we had separate tables, then we'd have to work out when one of us needed a break, who was going to go where. And so we're still figuring out the logistics of that. But I think once we get it figured out, we, you know, we might actually have the best of both worlds. Gotcha. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So now, yeah, finally, again with Rachel, now she goes to cons. She's an artist. She's, she's a fangirl. Yes, she is. Now you're, you're dating a fangirl and my wife obviously is dating a fanboy. Dating? Well, (laughs) (laughs) married to a fanboy. So John. Yes. Now, what, what, what is it like to well, – now, you're a guy. You're a fanboy. Yeah, and definitely. <laughs> you, you know, you're living the dream of dating a fangirl. I am indeed. <laughs> What's it say? like? What are you trying to say about me? What does that mean? You're living the dream. What are you living? In a nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually – I've always seen the dream of at least having a girl that, if not as a fangirl, that at least understands what we, what we like, or at least understands why we like it, or lets us like it. <laughs> and then there's Laura. <laughs> what are you trying to say, John? What are you trying to say about me, huh? I think, I think you should post a, a shot of like the storage unit behind the house, where all of Jimmy's collectibles are. <laughs> Listen, all right, we live in an apartment and there's only so much of Jimmy's stuff, to use a nice word to describe all the crap he has, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's only so much room for his stuff in this apartment and I really, when I first met him in his first apartment, it was literally like, it was like a a toy toy warehouse. No, it wasn't a store, it was a warehouse (laughs) because he didn't have them like nice on display. They were, like, stacked up from, like, floor to ceiling in, like, piles. There were piles <laughs> everywhere. Oh, you had no idea that. where anything was. It was ridiculous. It was absurd. Oh. And I told him there's no way in hell I was living like that. So it all got packed up and boxed up and whatever. And he has he has a, he has a large bookcase. He's got, like, one, two, three, four, five, five shelves. He's got a large bookcase where he's allowed to display his stuff on that. And then he's got, like, another... Uh, curio cabinet where he could display some other stuff and like that's pretty much it <laughs> pretty much it and like the curio cabinet's got all this nice like green lantern like figures and statues rings and whatever and then the bookcase and uh, it's got some sick heart on for like hercules or something i don't know it's, or he-man. it's he-man and the masters <laughs> of the universe <laughs> oh god I'll it's just... not hercules <laughs> I'm just glad that that damn uh, that thing isn't on display. What was that thing? That gross thing. It was so gross. What was it? <laughs> that, was it the that... Simpsons one? No, it wasn't the Simpsons one. No, it was that statue, Jimmy. That gross guy was like gray. It was like an alien freak. Gray? You, you used to have it on the bookshelf. And I would hide stuff in front oh, of it. Oh, oh. <laughs> pit. Oh, my God. It's. So it was so ugly. The People, pit, you don't even know. Yeah, it was the pit build a figure from the the indie 
action figure, build a figure line. Google it right now. Like, I literally would put anything I could. I did a watercolor and put it in front of it. (laughs) It was so hideous and gross looking. I didn't want to, like... watercolor? No, you're <laughs> <laughs> The watercolor, literally, I just, like, splattered anything I could on the sheet. Like, tried to dry it fast enough to stick it in front of it. It's so gross looking. It was creepy. Oh. Oh, the watercolor wasn't that creepy. <laughs> you're lucky I didn't throw out the figurine. You're very lucky. I came very close a lot of times. That that was, like, like literally, like, the greatest build-a-figure that's ever been made. Ugh. <laughs> Are you familiar with it, John? I'm actually not. Okay, well, there was uh, an image uh, comic like many years ago of the pit, and uh, with the the indie figures. Oh, I see it online now. Yeah. Yeah, look how legends. ugly that is. <laughs> thing was looking at me every day. I was eating my cereal and shit. I couldn't have that. <laughs> I had to go. Do you even know where it is right now? It should be over there. <laughs> It's not over there. Okay, then I put it in a box. Oh, I put that in a box. Yeah, where'd you put the box? In the shed. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> you sure it's not in the West Iceland dump? Better <laughs> <laughs> <it> not be. <laughs> Might. You wouldn't miss it. I, it's I never going to be on display. Figure. I won't even let you put it in display. When we have a house and like you have your own little special guy room, I won't even let you display it there. My the special there. The special guy room that she's talking about is the uh, the Stargate room. I am jealous of that. I would like a Stargate room. Yes. He doesn't even have a Stargate room. Why are you jealous? This is a dream. This is a pipe dream. It's going to be like it's going to be a baby's room or something. The person that has the Stargate room. <laughs> you know somebody's got one somewhere. Yeah. Well, you talk about the watercolors, you know, with Rachel, she does the painting. Um so I've got, you know, four I think four hand-painted, you know, things that she's done up on the wall in one room. Like, you know, Harley Quinn, I've got two deck stars, I've got a Green Lantern painting and the Miri painting. As she posted, I mean, you know, I'd put those in front of almost anything of mine. I even took, I took down half my posters to put those up. <laughs> so he appreciates. He's a good man right there. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I got, I got, I took down my posters a long time ago. <laughs> you, you took them down? No, I think I ripped them off the wall. All right. So let me tell you another fun fact about Jim. When I met him, he had like the worst apartment. Oh my God. I really wish I could like, I really wish I had pictures to post for you all. He was too damn cheap to buy blinds for his windows. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this, people. He literally taped, taped posters of random things like Simpsons (laughs) characters and stuff over the windows so people couldn't see in his apartment. How sad is that? You should have at least uh, put Green Lantern posters so you'd get the glowing effect. Oh, God, it was awful. It was awful. Uh, I met him, I ripped him down, I went out to Target, <laughs> spent a couple bucks on some blinds, I said, get a screwdriver or whatever, and put them up on the wall, do and something, hammer them, I don't care what you do, get them up, take these stupid posters off. Oh, and that's how Jim knew Lauren was the one, the fact that she didn't run away screaming, that she actually fixed the problem. Oh my god, exactly, I was just like, you know what, I met Jimmy, and I was like, he's not the sharpest dresser, <laughs> alright, but he's got a lot of potential. So I could fix all the flaws. And really, you know, that's pretty much what you guys are to us. You know, you're just like flaw-riddled men <laughs> that we need to fix. It just depends on how much work we're willing to put in. <laughs> this is why I put the, I always use the uh, frog prince analogy. Men are looking for a princess. Women are looking for a frog they could fix up to a prince. 
True. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. Oh, I found my princess. Oh. When are you going to turn into a prince, honey? <laughs> <laughs> when I kissed you, you turned into a frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Um. Oh, God. You got any more questions for us, Jimmy? Uh, <laughs> Didn't really put much thought into this episode, did you? <laughs> Listen. I'll have to say, you know, he asked me, like, you know, four hours ago or so, hey, you're free tonight. So I was like, yeah, I'm free. Come on, get me on. Yeah. So, yeah, John. Well, I mean, John, we've been have, meaning to have you on for like a long time. It's just, it's, it, I'm sad that uh, it has to be such a short episode tonight. Seriously. Oh, that's fine. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad to finally get on, you know? Yeah. Four hours notice, poor man. Probably had like a hot date with his girl and stuff like that. He was like, see, I got to be on the Lantern cast. <laughs> no, if, if Rachel was here, she'd want to be on with me. She probably would push me out of the way to talk to you, Lauren. Why she, she could have a talk there? with me. Why um, is she there? She it's... still lives in Chattanooga or up north. Um, she's going to be moving in with me soon because she's starting college. Oh, um, really? how old are you? I am 25. Okay. And, and how old Christmas you? Eve, actually. Nice. Uh, well, that sucks. Actually, you get gypped. That's great. yeah, I do. She is nineteen, or she is nineteen now. October. Oh, right. <laughs> Doing some illegal shit there. How long you been dating her? Um, we've actually been we've known each other for about three years, dating for about two. Her parents knew about me, like you know, she she her parents knew about me like early on, like soon after we met, and we started dating when you know after she actually turned seventeen. And her parents met me and they were like, well, this guy's, you know, he's older, you know, we still know about him. They met me and they pretty much are like, oh, he's fine. He's, he's a complete nerd. He's not, you know, <laughs> he's not going to harm our daughter. He's the comic book guy from the Simpsons. They literally <laughs> said all this stuff. Oh, God. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> I guess it was a good thing because, you know, Rachel and I are moving in together, you know, soon in a month or so. And where are you? Uh, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm pretty oh, close. wow. So she's moving a long ways. Oh, it's only two and a half hours, but. I, you know, I drive up there. I either drive up there and spend some time with her every month, or I bring her down here and she stays with me for a couple of weeks every month. Oh wow, that's nice. Oh, so it's about as long as we've been dating. So it's been about two years now. I've been doing that. And what is she going to school for? Art. Very nice. Yeah. Very very nice. Well, I'm sad she's not there and she's not uh, on the on our little chat, whatever the hell you call this thing. Whatever Jimmy's got, Skype or whatever. What are we doing here? I don't even know. What is that, PayPal? <laughs> look at a farm bill. What are we looking at on this? Yes, we're talking through PayPal farm bill. John, John, can I send you a golden egg? Yes, please. <laughs> Jimmy still plays my account. It's really sad. Nah, I wonder about that. You're a liar. I caught you the other day. No, I don't, I don't play your account. Oh. How come people still? You send me stuff, John. People still I do. Stuff. I do. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't have time anymore since we got Daisy. I so, make time. <laughs> you make time. <laughs> you make time not to spend with our baby. Oh, I miss our baby. So sad. I had to drop her off my parents tonight. She's going to be spending time with Grandma and Grandpa while we're away for our anniversary. And we're saying goodbye. And she looks so sad. <laughs> baby. Oh. So, you know, Rachel and I kind of pretty much have a rabbit together, and she's our baby. Aww. <laughs> What's your rabbit's name? Her name is Daria um, from Dar- the MTV show. <laughs> Daria. <laughs> yep. She got a nasty attitude, too. 
actually she's pretty pretty just she's pretty sweet she's kind of you know rabbits don't really have very many facial expressions and she's just kind of got the same constant expression and that's pretty much why we named her that <laughs> um oh she actually just heard her name and stood up a second ago to see what was going on oh hi daria <laughs> She uh she heard you even though I have headsets on apparently. Aww. <laughs> Her ears perked up. They did indeed. She's looking straight at me again, standing up. Who are you talking to? <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So I think you asked us one question, Jim. Actually, I think <laughs> you only asked John one question. You didn't even ask me a question. Listen, we are now way past. <laughs> Thirty minute. Well, mark. we're here, so if you want to say something, say it. Listen, we have to pack. Listen, all I know is all my stuff is all packed. It's out there on the bed, ready to be put in my suitcase. Oh, oh. You, on the other hand, are screwed. The one thing that I wanted to say, since this is our anniversary, and you know, this is the anniversary where we we got married, and about a year before that, we got engaged. Do you remember the date? It was December 20th that we got engaged. Yes, very good. Yes, of course I remember that. <laughs> but the, 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 thing, the thing that's important to remember, or to keep in mind here, is that the Lantern cast just passed its two-year anniversary. Yeah. Which means that I started the Lantern cast before I asked you to marry me. Yes. And you still said yes. I know. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> I encouraged you to do it. I didn't yeah. want you doing that stupid cow man anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> Worst comic ever. It was awful. Oh, I love I, that You comic. know what? It was probably on par with, uh, what's that other one? I hate Duneberry or something. Duneberry. <laughs> <laughs> so awful. That's oh. how bad it was, people. So oh. speaking of comics, Jim, when are you going to get another forward up? Because I was reading that before I actually knew who you were. I was listening to Lantercast and reading forward, and I did not know they were connected until I saw the name randomly. <laughs> oh, man. I have absolutely no idea. You know, like, I have I have my sketchbook that still has, like, a ton of, like, comics, like, written out in the uh, the rough the rough um <laughs> oh my god you know what i just thought of? it just popped in my head do you remember how you wanted to do uh grease week grease like the musical you know like john travolta john yes yeah oh my god jimmy came out with some funny ones for grease week it was what was the one i came up with too but i came up with one <laughs> as a kid he wanted to be like <laughs> like uh one of the t-birds or something what did he do it was like the father it was like it goes from paddle to paddle the first like paddles like the father's walking in the house and he notices like olive oil like like a jar like spilling like off the table like onto the floor <laughs> and then what was the next one the next one was the bird cage was empty oh yeah like like a foot feathers <laughs> around. yeah it was like an empty bird cage like feathers and then the final panel is like he went into his son's room and like you see the oil dripping off of his hair, you know, because he's a greaser. And like yeah. he like stapled like the family bird onto like the back <laughs> of the leather jacket or something. Oh god. Me and Jimmy would come up with really, really funny ones, but it was just like it was time consuming to come up with the idea, draw them scan them in and jimmy has to clean up all the artwork and then whatever and then color it and then post it yeah yeah and uh not to mention like we've had the the printer on the the desk for months now just you know not set up so we can't even scan anything so you know like it, that that's that's the whole thing it's like if we had the scanner set up 
then, uh, you know, I would probably just do rough, rougher drafts, you know, cut down on the, the cleaning and, uh, you know, do more comics. But, you know, that's, we, we got to have the time to set up the printer and whatnot. Yeah. Please do. I've been, I've been wanting to read those again. Sometimes you have to clean off the desk so you have room for everything. All of your boxes of sh- I mean, collectibles are on there. That's I not my collectibles. Desk. Oh, yeah? That's that's your mail. That's my mail. From the Bullshit. past seven years. Bullshit, that's my mail sitting there. You're full and of doggy crap. cookies. <laughs> I'll admit Daisy's doggy cookies are on there, but a lot of that shit is yours and you uh, know it. A nice yeah. pile that's touching the ceiling the top thing touching the <laughs> ceiling is what is that oh that's your uh that's your star trek battleship christmas ornaments that you've collected over the years what it's just one ornament over there no that i see a couple of them i see another one behind it i see another box oh there's plenty of boxes yeah 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 that's yours that's uh, your stuff actually your stuff. up on top of that pile is the bag of, of bag of stuff for chad <laughs> i at, don't talk, way, don't talk about way, it. Chad, don't talk about it. By the way, Chad, been asking him for months now to mail to you. Months. Just want you to know, Chad, my love, it's been sitting here waiting for your good pal Jimmy to mail it to you. Yes. It, it'll go eventually. Oh, God help him. He's never going to get it. it it's going to be another. <laughs> by the time he gets it, it'll be March and there'll be like another goddamn thing. So we might as well just combine the two years to get. Look at he's got an eye. He's like <laughs> like a glimmer in his eye. Like ooh, I'll see you on the postage, <laughs> jackass. What a son of a bitch. Oh, it's true. It's true. Unreal. Okay. Right. Well, remember if it's actually comics, printed media, media mail is your best friend. You can mail it for next to nothing. Oh, it's a special thing for Chad. Oh, it's a special one of a kind <laughs> item that I have for Chad. That has to be mailed. Yes. Oh. And and Chad will Chad will talk about that no doubt when he eventually gets the package. This son of a bitch ever mails it. <laughs> no promises. Love yeah. You. <laughs> what you call it? Uh, whenever I get a an envelope from John, he he always decorates the envelope, and I always take a picture of the envelope before I get rid of it. Oh, the last one he had the uh, the apple. Yes. The apple yep. on it. Bitten apple. Yeah, the core, the special core. <laughs> that was cute. I liked her idea for all that. That came oh. out really cute. She's very proud of it. It was very oh, adorable. Very I was good. Looking through, so I like he Jimmy asked me to glance through on the um, the uh, forum page where everybody's like been posting everything, and I'm just like, oh, some of the stuff like you guys are writing is like novels, and I'm just like. I can't read all this stuff. Let me just look at the pictures real quick. And I'm looking, and that one caught my eye. I said, that one's really cute. I like that one. Yeah. Very nice work. And I, I'm definitely a big fan. <laughs> Great. I'll let her, definitely let her know that. And she'll she'll be listening to this when it comes up. Um, but let me see. You know, she actually did that. Pretty much came up with the whole design, everything on herself. You know, I helped her with the backstory. She kind of told me how she wanted them to be, the emotions. And I did a few things to tie it into the Lantern universe for her but you know she actually uh drew up and colored my symbols also uh because i am not an artist i have no artistic you know bone in my body (laughs) so um which one did you do i did three of them actually um i don't have them off the top of my i don't think i did um i think it's on the second page now of the forums how come the the thing on the forums is all the way like down Nobody's going to know you got a contest running. It's true. See, i got to come up with all the good ideas. You hear this, people? <laughs> we, we come up with a lot of topics. 
Yeah, that's nice. You should have it in, like, current stuff that people need to submit stuff should be in your top whatever. Like, you have that other section for the two. What do you want to hear on the lantern? Yeah, cast it should be blah, a sticky. Blah, blah, blah. It should be a sticky. That's right. It should be a sticky. Oh, here are mine. Um, I did uh, the gray core, which the emotion is apathy, indifference, which kind of looks like a spiral. Okay. I, did, uh, I remember that one. Oh, did, yes. Yeah. I did the silver lanterns, which the emotion is like soul, which is kind of spiky, almost tribal. And I did the joke uh, jack-o'-lanterns. I didn't see oh, that Oh, yes. One. I yes. didn't see that one. I haven't looked in a long time. The joke is it's actually like a pumpkin, like a jack-o'-lantern, and it's black, orange, and yellow, which is fear, death, and greed, which oh kind of all awful. tie into... Well, it ties into the, the Halloween, you know, greed for yeah. the candy, yellow, because it's supposed to be scary, and it's all Hallow's Eve, so it's supposed to be about death. So What is this, like nine pages back on your forums? Yeah, I don't no, even no know. No wonder, you can't even find... Jimmy can't even find the posting. It's you on page two of the forums. It's oh. on page two, so you didn't even know what to do with it. <laughs> God, John, here. Look at this. You better, you better clean this shit up. This is unreal. <laughs> Let's see. Which one oh, is it? There it is. You should do one, Lauren. Just come up with a random idea and then with a power. I can't. I can't win have. though. Like I'm not allowed to submit. You can submit. You can't win. <laughs> Why am I going to do all that work if I don't even get anything? To make your Laurenite worshippers happy. Listen, I got the best ring of all, all right? My anniversary <laughs> ring. Did you tell them, Jimmy, what you got me? I don't think so. You should tell them. I got you a ring. That's lame. I can't believe that's all you just said. <laughs> messed up. Jimmy got me the most beautiful ring for our anniversary. It's like... It's this big, like, cushion-cut sapphire beautiful beautiful like deep blue like sapphire and then around it is like smaller like round cut sapphires going around it and then like on the band is like diamonds it is gorgeous and it's just like it reminds me just like of um princess dies ring which is now on kate middleton which i'm following and like obsessed with all right <laughs> i love love prince william all right so uh the uh, gym I gotta notice the uh, the sapphire part of it with love, you know, just tied into Green Lantern. <laughs> well, technically, we went there and we were looking at like a bunch of rings, and like he was just um, about that one, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" And the guy was just like, "It's just like Princess Di's ring," and I'm like, "Sold, <laughs> sold." <laughs> did uh did Jim tell you the idea I had for your wedding with rings? No. Uh, um, well, you know, there's the old adage, you know, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Yeah. Um, well, I was saying he should get you to wear a blue lantern ring. Um, <laughs> that would have never for happened. That. Well, he said pretty quickly that would never fly, but it was a good idea. <laughs> that would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I actually wanted to do for Jimmy's um, wedding band and the band that Jim chose actually can't um, be engraved into. It's a was it Tungsten Carbite. And uh, it's so strong, it can't be engraved in nothing, scratch-resistant everything. But uh, we were going to engrave in our rings, and, like, you wouldn't know what the other one engraved until, like, you know, the wedding day kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, since he chose a band that we couldn't engrave in, we didn't end up doing that. He wrote in mine, um, My Heart Always. And what I was going to put in his, I was actually going to, like... I, w- I was going to actually need help, like, coming up with something from the comic books. Cause I have no idea. Like, anything, like, kind of, like, saying or something from, like, the oath or whatever. 
for Green Lantern, but I was actually going to put yeah. the symbol inside the Green Lantern symbol inside his ring. So that's pretty. It would, be, cool. it would be like he'd have his own like Green Lantern ring on always. <laughs> but he chose a <laughs> metal that we couldn't do that, so he got he screwed himself basically. <laughs> I I chose adamantium basically. <laughs> so didn't happen. But yeah, you got the got the most important ring. Um, Rachel pretty much says the same thing, you know. Um, I've gotten her a couple like rings since we've been dating, and which is a funny one, you know. She she's obsessed with rabbits, which is you know why we have Daria. And I got her a bunny ring, which took me almost you know a year and a half or more to find a bunny ring. Which it's really hard to find, and and the thing has ears that stab you, oh <laughs> so she God. doesn't even wear it because she stabs herself with it. Oh my God, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, but she still keeps it because you know it's still nice. And she should wear it around a chain then. That's a good idea, actually. I'll that tell her that. Stab You're herself. welcome. Stab herself. No, with neck. have it pointing out, not like. Her. <laughs> Stab John when, what he, kind when he goes of, to like, hug her. What, it's not like 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 the Playboy Bunny symbol or something like that. No, right? it's, it's, no, it's not, not like that. It's just like like a little bunny face kind of thing. Um, it's like it looks like, like it almost has a bunny hopping like out of the ring. So you see like the tail, and there's like the front paws at the bottom, and the face coming out of the front, and the ears coming out of like facing upward towards the hand. Okay, okay, I can picture it. All right, crazy. Oh. And I actually got her Daria, or a rabbit. Aww. <laughs> Babies are important to get. Jimmy got me my baby for my birthday, so. And she's yeah. my favorite present ever. Oh, <laughs> now I'm all sad again and miss her. <laughs> Why'd you have to bring it up, John? <laughs> well, just remember, she will be there waiting for you. Yes. I know. So. She's, she's being spoiled at Grandma and Grandpa's house right now <laughs> as we speak. Forget it. My father told me, he's like, well, don't forget to give me a list of everything that you need me to do for her, and I will pick and choose what I feel like doing. <laughs> <laughs> Which basically means, like, instead of her eating her normal, you know, doggy oh, food, God. she's going to get spoiled with, like, scrambled eggs and, like, you know, grilled chicken, and God only knows what else is going to feed her. So forget about it. When we get her back, she's not going to want to eat for, like, a day or two. <laughs> just snub her food hey everybody this is Sean Pryor president of the newly formed Action Lab Entertainment for those that don't know Action Lab Entertainment was formed earlier this year when four independent and small press comic book creators such as Dave DeWanch from Space Time Condo, Sean Gabrin from Angry Gnome Comics, Chad Ciccone of Mercury and the Murd, and me from PKD Media decided to combine our 20 years of experience to create our first major project Fracture we're currently attempting to raise $3,600 via Kickstarter.com to print, solicit, and publish our first issue of Fracture, which tells the tale of Virtue, the great hero of the city of Lower Triton, the maniacal supervillain Malice, and an average Joe named Jeff. All three of these people have one thing in common, but if you want to know more about this, go to Kickstarter.com and type Action Lab in the search header, or head over to ActionLabComics.com for more details. For those that are interested in donating to this project, donations start as low as $1. But if you wish to donate $10 or more, you can receive rewards such as Action Lab Entertainment buttons, exclusive copies of Fracture Number 1, original art pages from Fracture, original sketch cards, 8x11 sketches, paintings, and so much more. The higher the donation, the more one can receive. So, if you wish to be an honorary lab tech for Action Lab Entertainment, your donation can make Fracture a reality. Remember, you can go to kickstarter.com 
and type Action Lab in the search header or head over to actionlabcomics.com for additional details. We sincerely thank you in advance for your donation and your support. Peace. Well, John, I say we uh, we close out the episode. We can, if you're ready. Okay, so if you want to contact us, it's lanterncast at gmail.com or Jim, Jason, Dan, Chad, or James at lanterncast.com. If you want to email us individually, it's just our name at, at lanterncast.com. We have a website, lanterncast.com. There you can find links to our forum, our Facebook page. All of our episodes are available on there. Or you can find all of our episodes on iTunes. Just search for LanternCast. Um, if you don't want to click on the forum link, you can go to the Comic Forums and scroll on down to LanternCast for our forum. And uh, we've got other things on the website, too, if you want to check that out. And uh, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that's always nice. makes us feel good. And if you'd like to leave a voicemail... Because eventually we will listen to all of our voicemails <laughs> and someday hopefully play them all. That's screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> but but we definitely want to keep the voicemail number this time, so please keep sending us voicemails. The number is 206-202-1159. That's changed since the last one, which changed from the first one. So if you have to update your numbers again, it's 206 202 1159 it's 1159 so uh yeah get in touch with us and uh john thank you very much for for joining us for this episode no problem if i could uh plug my stuff real quick of course okay uh you can find my comics on ebay um just type meow like cats meow meow comics into uh google it's usually the first link that comes up as long as i keep stuff in the store it's pretty much always the first link um, you can find Rachel's art at chibi-usagi art. Um, you better spell you know, that. I don't okay. know way how to spell that. <laughs> Butcher that shit. C-H-I-B-I-U-S-A-G-I-A-R-T. Um, like, uh, .deviantart.com is where you can find, you know, her website. And I just, you know, say about those voicemails, get those holiday, you know, songs up, go sing, tell your story, you know, hopefully, you know, over the next few months, you know, we can get, get, get them on the show. Hoping, you know, hoping to, for that. <laughs> Definitely. So. Yeah. Those, so that, that's like, if, if people send in their, uh, their, like their Christmas themed uh, songs, like ASAP, those will definitely be played like, you know, in the episodes leading up to Christmas. So get on that. So, and remember, they don't have to be Christmas. They can be any holiday Yes. Uh, for the contest. Chanukah. Chanukah. Happy, Happy Chanukah. It's going on right now. <laughs> Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. It's, yes. it's the Festival of Lights. Ooh, Happy Wookiee Life Day. Oh, yes. That's in February. You know it. No, it's <laughs> Christmas Day. I'm joking, Jim. I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> anyway. It's infuriating. Uh, what's, the other, what's the other thing that's going on? That other one. That fake holiday. Chinooka? That people in Africa made up. <laughs> oh, Festivus. No, that's, that's uh, what's his name made up. That's uh, on off Seinfeld. Listen, we that's can George's. keep going forever. No, the other one, the stupid one of Harvest or something. Harvest. No. She's talking about Kwanzaa? Thank you, Kwanzaa. 
Happy Wookiee Life Day. Yes. <laughs> oh, happy anniversary to you guys. Thank really you. hope you enjoy your enjoy your trip. We will. I hope you guys will have many more. You know, you always have a following on the Lantern Castle, Lauren. So you know, stay with Jim so we can, you know, keep you around. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like <Okay>. a pet. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's been fun, John. Now we, I got to go pack. Okay. Enjoy your trip. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.